Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Johnny, I have this brilliant idea. What's that? So, you know how we've always wanted to make our own rock band? Oh, yes. For a long time. Well, I just got this inspiration. I think we should be a really heavy metal band. Heavy metal? Yeah, and just be really twisted. We don't even listen to that type of music. I know, but I just have this dark side coming over me lately. A dark side? Yeah. I want to make some twisted-sounding metal music. Well, Trevor... You know what? You're my best friend. You're like a brother to me. I would follow you to the ends of the world and back. So I, I guess I have. I guess I have to join you. That's awesome. You're gonna be really excited when you hear the name for our band. Okay, what is it? So it's it's a little conceptual. Just try to wrap your head around this. All right, all right I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Twisted metal. Twisted metal. Twisted metal. Yeah. I. That, why does that sound so familiar? Ads in your head. Oh, okay. Hey, right. guess what? I have another surprise. What's that? I've already started writing the first song from our hit debut. Really? You already know it's going to be a hit? Oh, definitely. Uh, uh, do we have a record deal? <clears throat> Just listen to this. Okay. 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 So, what I'm thinking is I want to be like the intense dark part because like I said, I've just been in this dark mood lately. Yeah, I, I've noticed. And you need to bring the emotion and the impact. Uh, okay. All right. Uh... So I, wait, wait. You know what? I, in fact, I've already paid for the recording studio. We're not even going to write songs. We're actually going to sing them and write them at the same time and put that on album, and it's going to be golden or platinum, whatever the metal is. Uh, uh, I'm really confused. We can't even play any instruments. Ah, forget it. All right, here we go. You ready? <laughs> okay, let's. All right, <clears throat> let's do it. I guess. <clears throat> Take a sip of this water. Clean <clears throat> my throat. One, two, three. It's the best podcast ever. Ah, it's not my one. Now it's your turn. <laughs> so that's that's the that's the that's the dark gritty part. Now you got to bring the emotion. Uh, okay, can you bring me back here? Yeah, right, right, I'm ready. Retro blast. And now this is this it's is your turn. This is my okay. Uh, Retro Blist, look at it go! It's the most amazing show! Retro Blist, what? Ah, Retro Blist, it's a podcast we can listen to just me and you. When I'm born, I listen to Retro Blast. <coughs> this, this, this is where Chris is the music, right? <laughs> Uh, this is. Let's just say right Play now. the music. Yeah. Okay. 
Welcome to a brand new, no, no, Trevor, you bring us in. Welcome to a brand new episode, music free from here on out. We promise. Of Retro Blist Podcast. That's right. <laughs> where we cover a new retro game every single week. That's what we do. And uh, we tell you, hey. This except, still, for, except for last week. Except for last week, because we took a week off. <laughs> yeah. But every right. other week, we listen yeah. to, listen and to? <laughs> we killed our opening again. We did, but let's just keep going. But hey. So here's my question to you. That week we were off. Yeah. The fans, I'm telling you, the feedback that we got from there not being an episode, no, nobody cared. Oh, nobody cared. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. nobody yeah. cared. <laughs> One flying flip. <laughs> hey, that's why we just screamed at them. Or I, right. I screamed at them. You did. And I don't know what to tell you except. We're sorry. We hope you'll tune in every week for a new game, <laughs> a new episode. We're not above begging. We've made that abundantly clear. We don't claim to be professionals, but we do nope. sit down and play the games. That's right. We don't stand up. Nope. And uh, this week, we played Twisted Metal 2. That's right. That's right. For the Sony PlayStation. That's right. That's right. What year did this game come out? Well, Johnny, I'm glad you asked. Uh, this game came out in 1996 from Single Track, and of course, published by Sony. Single Track, is, for whatever reason, I had it in my head that a big studio did these games. Well, I think this kind of made Single Track a big deal, but then I think they turned it over to 989 Studios. That's what I'm thinking. And yeah. I honestly don't know what happened to Single Track, to be yeah. honest with you. I think 989 Studios was Sony's thing, right? That was their studios? I believe so. Because they started putting out sports games with that, too, as well. And most of them were terrible. Yeah, most right. of them were pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's Twist of Metal. There, How many games were in this series, unless it's in your... Uh, Oh, it's not, but I do know there was Twisted Metal, of course, one and two. There was a three and a four, I think. Oh, see, on PlayStation, there was one called Small Brawl, which was like a kiddie version, which is pretty funny. Really? And there was Twisted Metal Black. Okay, I'm trying to remember, was Black the next one, or was there another PlayStation one I'm forgetting? I don't remember. I think it was Black for PlayStation 2. There's there's probably a lot more than that. PlayStation 3, what was that one called? Was that just a remake of Black, or was that something else? Uh, you caught me with my pants down, Johnny. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. But there were definitely three that I know of on yeah. the original PlayStation. That's right. Now pull your pants back up. You know what? I think it was just flat out called Twisted Metal 3. I think because it wasn't as well received. I remember that. Because it was so. not made by yeah. single track. Well, during our <clears> childhoods, <throat> though, I had I know I had the first one. I definitely had this one. Yep. Uh, Same here. And I played the living tar out of them. Yep. <laughs> and we played them together at times, too. Yeah, th- these are... <sighs> These are games that I have very distinct memories of. They just really stuck with me. Yeah. I think especially this one, although probably, do you think Derek would be mad if I tell about his experiences with the first one? Well, he was really young. He was really young. I mean, he could have been over, what, 20? (laughs) (laughs) No, when my brother was really young. Yeah. Like, probably too young to be playing games like this. He was. He watched me playing the first Twisted Metal, and I don't think that Twister was a character in it. But there's something about the games that gave him nightmares about tornadoes. And it was pretty serious. Like, he had screaming, what do they call it, like, walking nightmares? Yeah. For quite some time over the first Twisted Metal game. Like, it freaked him out. Which might seem funny now, but at the time, these were pretty trying to be pretty dark games. Oh, they they did not hide that fact. No, they had a dark vibe to them, which may or may not come across as a little corny today. Yeah. But at the time, they took themselves kind of seriously. And I remember correctly, these were big hits uh, to the point where they actually even started that whole genre of game. They did. combat game. Really kind of brought it back and really put another spin on it. They pretty much took 
like a fighting game, like a Street Fighter game, yeah. for example, but made it with cars. Yeah, it's really, there's really not a lot like this anymore, because it's not a racing game. Right. But back then, but, there were quite a few. I mean, you had yeah. this. I was a huge fan of the Vigilante 8 series. I yeah. love that series. Uh, and then there's, I mean, Star Wars even put out one like this. Well, a couple other ones would do stuff, things like this. Like you, I was a big fan, a fan of Vigilante 8, but one of my personal favorites was Rogue Trip. I, don't I remember, know if you remember that, that. Yeah, I remember that one too. It had a goofy vacation theme to yeah. it. And that was also on the PlayStation 1. I think that's why I like Vigilante 8 yeah. so much. It had a, well, Twisted Metal also has a sense of humor, but it's just very dark. Yeah. But Vigilante 8 was, from what I remember, it's been a while for that one too. It was way more goofy. Yeah, it was yeah. not as dark. And Rogue Trip was sort of dark humor too, but it was also way like cartoony. Yeah. So, so yeah, anyways, though, this. But this is the father of all of them. It is. And this, of course, this is a sequel, but it came out. Pretty quickly after the original. And from what I remember, the original was an unexpected hit for Sony. So they gave this single track. They gave the developers a bigger budget and more time to work on the sequel. And although they don't look that different, I remember even back in the day thinking this game was a lot better than the original. Yeah, same here. It just felt a lot better. But does it hold up today? That's the question. That's the question. Men, you have just played it. We sure have. So Trevor, Twisted Metal 2, let's get into it. So graphically, this is one of only a couple of PlayStation 1 games we played for the show. That's right. And we said from the start, we feel like this is a system that the graphics aren't always going to hold up all that well. Because they're sometimes going for that gritty, at the time, realistic look. Yeah. So this is a game, I'll be honest, you said it had been probably 15 years since you played this game? Easily. I mean, the game's, what, 22 years old? Yeah. It's been a long time. 22 years old, yeah. yeah. So it's probably been 15 years for both of us, honestly. And I was I was worried it was going to be hard to look at. We we sent each other texts like a few times about this game before we played it. Yeah, and there were concerns with as it would be with with most of these PlayStation One games that graphically it was going to be a bit of an eyesore. Yeah, and I gotta say I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I think this one, not that it looks great, it doesn't look great. Don't get me wrong, but it looks much better than I was expecting it to. I think yeah. it has a lot to do with the fact that it has its own sense of style to it. Mm-hmm. It's got a bit of a, I mean, it's got its own feel, I guess, yeah. is the best way. And that kind of helps it a lot. Make no mistake, it is very, very aged. Yeah, it's crude. But you're right. The I think it kept it simple enough that the crude blockiness of it doesn't ruin it. Right. Like yeah. I thought it would, honestly. I would compare it to, um, what's the N64 game we played recently that we were kind of, was a Star Wars Episode One racer? Like, if you, if you just take that game, and I know it's a different system, but on a technical level, it's pretty ugly looking now. But it knew what it was working with, so it still works. Yeah, I, I would put this in the same camp. It's it's so blocky, <laughs> and there's times it's kind of hard to find the enemy. There's a lot of screen tear too. Yes, I mean it happens a lot. There's a lot of when you play double double player. That's what it's called, right? When you play double player. When you play double player. Uh, there's a lot of slowdown at times, but that's just to be expected. There's a lot going on yeah. on the screen. This is an early game for the system. Yeah, uh, it's you know, but when we get into the gameplay, we'll we'll mention some things that for the t- for the time when this game came out, blew mine and your little bitty teeny yeah. weeny minds. I mean, again, yeah. this is 1996, yeah. so I cut it some slack, and it's not as painful to look at as I thought it would. This be. literally came out when I was 13. That's impressive. So you would have been 11. Yeah. Uh, that's that's mind blowing if you think about it. How uh, this game, after all these years, still sort of holds up for me. Yeah, 
It's uh, it's surprising. That it's At not, least graphically, it's, it does. It's not as ugly as I thought. Yeah. Uh, but it really, I think it really helps this game a lot graphically that it has a lot of character into mm-hmm. it, and the characters each have their own kind of character. And by the way, stick around. We're going to get into the characters and the levels, because oh, yeah. we have the manual. That's right. But first, uh, sound and the music. The sound and the music, which is something I've heard a lot about from other people. I didn't have a lot of memories of the music from this game. Same. And after playing it today, I understand why I did not have a lot of memories. Very generic metal music. And by generic, Johnny means that pretty literally. Yeah. Because most of the songs are public domain music. Just done in a metal style. Done in a metal style, yes. Which in yeah. a way is kind of neat. I didn't mind it. Like, yeah. Like the Moscow level, for example, that have that it's very... When you think of Russia, you think of this music. I don't know what it's actually called. Yeah. But they would do it, but it'd be, it would cut in every once in a while to go along with the metal. Yeah. And it was kind of cool. It was actually the best part of the song. The, and then the French the French level the yeah. um, had... Paris. Paris had... Three Blind Mice. Three Blind Mice. Which, I guess that song is about France. I'm not sure. But I'm going to knock it down a point for that because, you know, we played a game that had that first. Yeah, what was it? Three Stooges. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> well... See, what was another one? Uh, there's one that had like a patriotic music to it. Uh, anyways, the point being, I, I don't want to say it's lazy, but it's kind of lazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is partly public domain music. Yeah, and if you don't um, like, and if you don't like heavy metal, then the music is not going to do anything for you. No, and uh, and I got, and I'll be honest. There was a time when we were growing up that we liked heavier music, yeah. but the older we've gotten, both of us have very much mellowed out when oh, it comes yeah. to music. So I, if I'm being honest, I just didn't care. <laughs> like the, the, yeah, there was a time when I listened to some stuff that I would consider stupid heavy yeah. now. Like you listen, you, <laughs> have we told this on the air about your corn shirt? Oh, it's a pretty good story. <laughs> okay. Twisted metal, it seems like an appropriate time. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, there's this church camp up in Kentucky that our church would always go to when we were growing up. Yeah. It's a great place. I actually really love it still to this day. I mean, some awesome people there. Yeah. So we get there. <laughs> I was a teenager. I don't remember how we were, old. We were all teens. Yeah. And uh, this is when we were still in this heavy stuff. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not. A, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We'll, we'll just be embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, Limp Biscuit. We would listen to Limp Biscuit. Uh, Which is know. heavy in all the wrong ways. Yes. It's a, there's plenty of music that I look back now that I'm very ashamed of. Yeah. And Limp Biscuit be one of those. But also, we both really liked the band Korn. Yes. K-O-R-N. That's Korn. right. They were really huge when we were younger. And uh, Trevor had a Korn shirt. Yep. And he decided to <laughs> wear it. One day, when we were at this church camp, <laughs> this Christian church very camp. Very conservative church camp. Very, very conservative. And I didn't think anything of it when I wore it. That's the bad yeah. part. And I think I just busted out laughing when I saw you in it. <laughs> and so several people came up to and asked me and just asked me, you know, do, I, do you like corn? And I think it was other like peers. Like, it wasn't adults, if I remember right. right. Yeah. I said, and I remember specifically this one person asked me, uh, do you, you know, do you think that's a very good thing to listen to or something like that. And I'm like, well, I just like the music. It's not the lyrics, which is a stupid thing to say. Yeah. But it's just my way to get out of it. And they said, well, what did they say? Just, have you ever listened to the lyrics or something like that? I don't know. I just felt really self-conscious all day. (laughs) So it's kind of an awkward story. (laughs) And if you knew me, I was never like trying to be a hardcore guy. No. I mean, I was very goofy slash nerdy. And so I think it just shocked everybody that I was wearing this corn shirt. (laughs) And I had a lot of attention that day that I did not expect or want. (laughs) So there's my corn story. So I had a field day with it. Yes. <laughs> but speaking of corn and mashed potatoes, I'm yeah. really hungry. <laughs> but yeah, musically, uh, 
it's okay, and I think I probably enjoyed it at the time. But again, most of these songs are sort of just spins on public domain music, so I got to take off some points there. Yeah, and if and even as metal music, I would think even somebody who's a metal fan would think this was a little generic. Yeah. So, but so the so far we have graphics that were, let's be honest, not as bad as we thought they would be, but they're not beautiful. Right. And but I will also say real quick while I'm thinking about uh-huh. it, sound wise, some of these characters, and we'll get into it when we talk about the each character have uh, like special moves and they have uh-huh. noises that come with them. So like I can be That's on true. one end and then I would hear like sweet to uh, special happening and it would actually put a little bit of a uh, fear in, not fear, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, you, that's it, true. It would add to it. So I kind of did dig that. I did. That's dug very that a true. Lot, yeah. Sometimes we, uh, we, I think we underplay the sound. Right. Yeah. And while I don't appreciate the music so much, the sound effects are really good. You're right. Yeah. All the specials have their own sounds. Uh, yeah. It really, right. it really did a good job of adding to the character. Like of the Spectre game. has almost a creepy sounding yeah. special. Yeah, that's true. So I, I dug it a lot. But if we were just to stop there, I mean, graphically, it's just okay. Sound wise, okay. But what about the gameplay? Yeah, sound wise, Gamgee. Sound wise, Gamgee. Gameplay. Let's get into it. So the story. I don't think I'm going to read the story from the manual, but basically, let's, let's just say real quick. Uh, that this, like we said before, this is set up, just think of it as, if you've never heard of this game, think of it as Street Fighter, uh, but it's with cars. Yeah. And the story, if you remember the first one, this Calypso is this evil dude, and he took over Los Angeles, had this car competition. This time, he's taking over the whole world. He's holding his car combat competition all over the world. Yeah, he's like some uh, supernatural type guy. Yeah. He's able to, he has all kinds of weird powers, I think. But anyway. So go ahead and read this little Welcome to Twisted Metal. So just to give you an idea of how dark this game's trying to be, the last lines from the story, I think this is uh, Calypso talking, says, I regret that I must kill to be free. Their deaths will not be fair, but neither is my life. So very dark. So he's a he's a child. So he's emo. <laughs> yes, very um, <laughs> So yeah, you're, all, you're in this car combat competition all over the world, and basically... Of course, the gameplay is pick a level, pick a car, and fight. Yeah. Try to be the last one standing. There's different modes you can play. Single player, there's a story mode you can go through, which I highly recommend because it's fun because each character has their own little ending. Yeah. Uh, also, you can play two-player challenge where we're just fighting each other, or you can actually do a two-player tournament where you're fighting other cars, but you share lives. And you have your basic weapons. you got fire missiles, which are just really basic, power missiles, which are more powerful, ricochet bombs, which ricochet all over the place the lightning which i struggle with a little bit let's see trevor okay i I remember now i want to ask you real quick the answer is no i think oh okay well let me ask you a different question i think it's time for a trevor pro tip uh which of these weapons would you uh, suggest (laughs) so of the basic weapons i don't think you can go wrong with your basic homing missiles but i did just remember how the lightning works okay so pro tip uh, this is from Gail Wilson. She yeah. requested a pro, pro tip. tip. She requested the pro tips return. Uh, the lightning, the reason I was using it and didn't think it was doing anything is because it only hurts people that are near the those electrical sources. Okay. Like, you know, the, you notice the power boxes on certain levels? Yeah. So if you're near those, they hurt you when somebody uses lightning. Uh, you got napalm. <laughs> you got remote bombs. And then you got the first aid kit. That's pretty much your basic weapons. Which is vital, by the way. Yep. And you have combo attacks. Which I forgot about. Yeah. Left, right, and up is a freeze burst. Up, up, left is a high jump. 
Which you should remember because we got frozen quite a few times. Yeah. God, we're stupid. Yeah. 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 So I'll be honest, if you didn't have the manual, you probably wouldn't remember that because we didn't. But yeah, so you got little specials you can do. You can use combo attacks. It's got a little more to it than I gave it credit for back in the day because I always just spam the specials. And here, and, and we're going to come up to a thing where I, many times I compared this game to Grand Theft Auto. I think GTA took a little bit from this game quite a few times. There's pedestrians in this game. Yep. So. And there's different ones. I don't think they do anything for you, do they? No, but they they got some cool but, stuff. But they got stories. So we're going to yeah. read you the little back histories of these pedestrians. Yeah, let's, let's, let's take turns. So, so these pedestrians are just for you to run over or shoot. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead. To the skateboarder, show him the true meaning of a thrashing. Twisted groupie, an excited fan of Twisted Metal. He's just dying to be noticed. Arctic hunter, this time he'll really be on ice. Swimmer, blood is thicker than water. Santa Claus, oh this one's just wrong. Yeah. Santa Claus, you've been bad this year. Very bad. He's he's probably my favorite. Businessman, splatter him all over Wall Street. Well, that's on the nose. Yeah. Mom, don't worry. If you hit him, no one will hear him scream. Back alley chef. He may be quick with a knife, but how is he on his feet? Artist. Uh-oh. You sure you're okay with me reading this one? Yeah, go ahead. Since you're an artist. Yeah. I hear red is his favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are terrible. Yep. And now we're going to get to the levels. There's yep. eight levels plus some three extra special levels yep. that you can put in codes that are easy to find online. And we've we've seen all we've seen them all. Yep. We've played through them all. So Trevor, what are they? Oh, you start out in Los Angeles, which is sort of a, a freeway and sort of wasted it's where the first game took place and it's sort of just a wasted wasteland. Yeah. Then you go to Moscow, which That's probably could, my least favorite of them. It could be set anywhere because it's literally yeah. just a circle. And a pit. Yes, it was my least favorite. Yeah, it's kind of, it's just a pit. Right. Paris was one of our favorites. Yes. Because they really started to open the game up a little bit. You got your streets. You can actually warp up into the Eiffel Tower if you go on the little warp pad. You can actually get on top of the buildings. Yeah. Um, If you save your boost. It's got a little art museum that you can blow open. I mean, it's it's crude. I mean, it's PlayStation 1 graphics, but it's pretty cool. Right. Uh, Amazonia was okay. It's got... Lava everywhere that hurts you if you run into it. New York is interesting because you can die really easily by just running off the top of the buildings. Yes. Um, in fact, that's how I died every time we did that. <laughs> Holland was another one of my favorites because it's just flat yeah. and open. I liked it a lot. It's uh, It's got windmills and grass. And it was really funny. Because uh, anytime you got a split screen game, I can't help but look at your screen. I yeah, just can't I help it. I know, you're a cheater. It's all right. So you're Grim, the motorcycle guy. Yeah. And on your screen, when you ran through the grass on this level, it's just normal. Right. And my screen, all I could see was your health, your head. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Uh, Antarctica is exactly what it sounds like. It's an icy level. Yeah. And Hong Kong was probably another one of my favorites. It's a very, it's kind of a mess with these blurry graphics, but it's got colors everywhere and narrow streets and a subway. Yeah. And a train that can hurt you. And of the three other levels that we played, one of them was from what game? Jet Moto. Jet Moto, which is pretty cool. Which I have a lot of memories of, so that was a yeah. cool bonus. And also, the other two, if we're thinking right, were from the first game. Yeah, there was uh, Rooftops and Suburbia. Right, yeah. Which I think were from Twisted Metal 1. Yeah, but here's the reason people play this game. Yeah. For the characters and the vehicles. Yeah. I told you that if this would be my favorite part if... I got to make a game like this. I would want to be in charge of or be a part of 
coming up with and creating characters and vehicles mm-hmm. and just the backstories and all this. So the reason that this manual rules and the reason I miss manuals in general is uh, that these characters each have their own little, uh, what would you want, bios? Yep. Uh, little things. It even tells you their license plate, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Just all kinds of things, little jokes and stuff. So we're going to go through now and we're going to tell you these characters. We're going to take turns. And then after that, Trevor's going to give you his top five favorites. <laughs> I'll give you a top five favorite out of the yeah, how many ever there is. Yep. So here we go. Trevor, go. So first we have Roadkill, which is sort of like a Mad Max looking vehicle. Yeah. And his special is a boomerang blast, which was one of my least favorite specials. But it's pretty effective. It's a boomerang with dynamite strapped to it, basically. Um, If you have any comments about them, you can give comments. Do you want to read the bios or just? Oh, I just want you to read the bio. Oh, okay. Marcus has been living in this car. Oh, he's like us. He's been living, oh, he's 32 years old. He's a little younger than us. In his car for the past 10 years. Penniless. Friendliness. Friendless. <laughs> Friendliness. <laughs> and on the brink of sanity, this homeless bum is convinced that the entire world is one horrific nightmare. If he wins Twisted Metal, sanity will be his prize and the key to going home. So that's the other thing. The, yeah. the, the story mode is... Uh, whoever character you pick, and if you win, your prize is you get like your wish fulfilled or something of yep. that nature. All right, so the next one is Twister. It's like a Formula One racing car. And, of course, the main character is a sexy woman in a helmet. Uh, it's uh, Danica Patrick before there was Danica Patrick. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Watts is her name. She's uh, 22 years old. I'm going to have to look her up. Her... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, oh. this uh this fake person up her special weapon is a tornado spin don't let derek know nope but her license plate is light speed i like that amanda watts has a deadly obsession with high-speed vehicles bored with everyday cars she is always searching for a faster ride i'm trying to read it like mm-hmm. i'm sexy if she wins twisted metal She'll ask Clipso to send her racing past the speed of light. But what will she discover when she gets there? Some of these people have really sad wishes. Yes. So Axel... This was one of your favorite guys. He's very iconic, I think. When you think of yeah, Twisted Metal, he's definitely one, one of the, the most iconic. Yeah, him and, him and Sweet Tooth, though, I think would be the two. The poor guy, he's literally a man strapped to two giant wheels. <laughs> yes. And I mean giant wheels. Yes. That's literally all he is. So, a prisoner in his own vehicle. Axel has roamed the world looking for an escape. A noble man pushed to the brink. Axel will destroy anyone who prevents his quest for freedom. But true freedom means confronting the man who placed him in the machine. Should we give the spoiler alert? Because this is the one ending we did watch. So. Let's, let's do it. The man is his father. Yeah, his own dad put him there. And, who is obviously a piece of trash human. And poor Axel. His ending is he gets strong enough that he can rip his arms out of the machine and walk off. <laughs> so he doesn't have any hands anymore or anything. It's just him with a couple of nubs and he just walks off away. Yep. And that's his freedom. Poor guy. It's actually just sad. I don't know how this guy eats. Like, I would love to see him trying to eat. <laughs> I like how that's our first concern. Yeah. I didn't just say yours because I was thinking the same thing. Right. So uh, his special is like a shockwave that goes out from yeah. you. Mr. Slam, this is one men you both like, I think yeah, it's fair this to is say. one of my favorites. He has like, he's like a front and loader, like a construction type vehicle. Uh, and his special is the grab and slam, which is one of my favorite ones. Literally grabs the uh, vehicle with the front end part, with the bucket part or whatever, and just slams the car around. And the cool thing about him is you don't even have to have a special and he'll still do yeah. a small slam. Right, so it's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, <clears throat> he's from Switzerland, by the way. Oh. And his license plate is Trump. 
Trump. Trump. Trump. Trump. <laughs> a disgruntled architect fired from his job. Simon wants to win Twisted Metal for the power to build a structure so grand that it will stretch to the gates of heaven. But what will be lurking behind those gates? Oh. Shadow. Now, here's a creepy one. It really is. He's driving a hearse. His name is Mortimer. <laughs> He's a male of unknown age, <laughs> and he was born six feet under. Now, his special is really, really creepy. It's like a soul that goes along the ground. Yeah. Uh, he's a keeper of lost souls. Mortimer helps those who met an untimely death get revenge on their killers. But this year, he's carrying a very strange cargo that will not rest until Calypso has been taken out. Mm. Mm. So he's actually a get after Calypso. Mm -hmm. Hammerhead was a monster truck. That's another cool one. Mm -hmm. And literally, it's just a monster crush. You just run into the vehicles with your giant tires. Yep. Uh, clueless and looking for excitement and chicks, it says in parentheses. Uh, you can tell us as a, a 90s, yeah. it's calling women chicks. Uh, Mike and Stu are hoping to get the ultimate high when they win the contest. Well, <laughs> so Outlaw 2, if I remember right, right, if you remember right, Outlaw was a dude in the first Twisted Metal, and I'm assume he died. Because this is Outlaw 2, and it's a, right, the and second it's a girl. One. And I will say that uh, this is one of my favorite specials in the game. So, Captain Jamie Roberts. Captain Roberts. Wait a minute. It says Jamie Roberts here, and here it says Roberts. So, there's a typo somewhere. <laughs> Anyways, Captain Roberts lost her brother to last year's contest. Well, there you go. He was a good cop, like her. But Calypso sent him spiraling off into a mysterious location. When she wins, she plans to find her brother and reunite her family. And she has a giant taser that comes out of the top of her vehicle. Yes. I remember liking that one a lot. It's pretty yeah, effective. Pretty powerful. Alright. This dude is creepy looking. Oh yes. He's like a zombie looking guy. Warthog. Captain Roberts. A lot of Roberts and Robbers in here. That's weird. He's 105 years old. <laughs> uh, and he has like Patriot missiles. It's like a three missiles come out once in the red, white, and blue. It's kind of it's kind of neat. Yeah. A highly decorated army captain who wants a second chance at life. If he wins this contest... He's asking Calypso for his youth youth back. When he get what he gets instead, will terrify even the bravest soldier. I think it's the other thing about Calypso. He kind of he grants your wish, but sometimes there's a of course you a would think twist they there. would have learned after the first one. He kind of just messed everybody over. Yeah, that's but what he does. Anyways, oh Mister Grimm, he has of course the motorcycle, or he kind of is the motorcycle. Yeah, he's birth and age unknown. He's a ravenous creature of the night. Mr. Grimm exists only to feed off the souls of the unwary. Intent on causing the end of the world, Mr. Grimm is helping Armageddon along by joining the tournament. And of course, the screaming soul was his special. It's like a skull that comes out and flies and screams at you. I remember I was always scared to pick his vehicle because he's just so tiny. I yeah. just felt like I was going to die quick. And then Grasshopper is like a buggy type uh, vehicle. Uh, and Krista Sparks drive this. It's a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> That seems inappropriate considering yep. how much she dies. Yeah, and how she dresses, too. Uh, <laughs> Krista Sparks is an underage driver who faked her age to join the tournament. She will stop at nothing to find her father, whom she believed dead for the last ten years. When they meet face-to-face, -face, Sparks will fly. That seems wow. worded terribly, because that could be taken way wrong. Trevor, yep. next. Thumper. He's driving a, they call it a luxury car, but it's a pink Cadillac, basically. Like a, like a lowrider type vehicle. 
He's, uh, Bruce has fought all his life for the dignity of his friends and family. But no matter how hard he fights, he can never win. This year, he's asking for revenge on all those who've kept him down. But what he gets is heck on earth. Yes, I edited that to be family friendly. But I <laughs> oh, do yeah. like his special. Yes. It's a giant flamethrower. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, Spectra. It was probably one of the cooler looking cars. It's like a sports type car. It looks like, um, oh, oh, what's the, Steam McQueen's car. I can't remember the name. I know what you're talking about, though. His car. Anyway, it looks really cool, but I remember liking this one the least. Uh, it's Spectra, and it's a sports car. Ken drives it. Uh, Ken is a man in search of popularity. He wants to be known and loved. So I feel me and him have a connection here. Yes. But if he gets his fame, he'll find there are worse things than being anonymous. He had ghost missiles was a special, and they seemed the least effective of them all to me. And that's all the characters. So, Johnny, you asked for a top five? Yeah, give me your top five. <laughs> let's go. Let's see. Trevor's top five. We'll see. Number five out of these. Number five. Uh, let's see. Um... Uh, just pick one. I want to pick number five is Thumper. All right, number four. Number four is Outlaw Two. Number three. Number three. I'm going to pick Twister because the tornado is pretty cool. All right, number two. Number two. I'll pick Axel. All right, and number one. Number one is Mr. Slam. Yeah. Because yeah, that one is an too. awesome bulldoze thing. Yeah, it really is. All right, Trevor, control-wise, how do you feel this game controls? So, really quickly, what's the word for it? When you turn, you turn fast. Fast. Yeah. Because it's a D-pad and it's a 3D game, it took a minute to get used to it. Right. I think for the fact that this is before analog, yeah. and they're using a D-pad to steer around in the 3D world, Mm-hmm. It does fairly well. Yeah. The controls overall are fine. They're nice and tight. The only thing that really bothered me was how quick you turn left and right. So the controls are fine until one of the stupid AI is circling around you. Yeah. And you keep trying to turn around. <laughs> That's a little annoying. But it is cool that you can turn so quick. And a pro tip, two pro tips in one episode. Oh, we're doubling up. If you press the X button for break, you can whip around really quick. There you go. Handbrake, even. Handbrake, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of... Speaking of handbrakes... Don't get thrown off, because this is one of the only times I remember this, but yeah. this was sort of a PlayStation 1 thing. Yeah, buckle up. The accelerate button, you can press box, or you can press up on the D-pad. Correct. Which is kind of weird, but if you like it, you like it. I used box. I did, too. So. So, yeah. Um, L1 and R1, cycles between weapons. L2 is special. R2 is machine gun. Yep. Uh, boxes go, X's break, triangles turbo, which can put you out of pro tip number three. Oh. If you get caught on fire, use turbo to, uh... Put yourself out. Put yourself out, yeah. Uh, pro tip number four, there's a tons, and I mean tons of, of, uh, little button inputs you can put in that give you little special things for this game. Yeah. Uh, you can look them all up. They're all online, easy to find. And to me, this is another comparison to GTA. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a lot of people like to put in the, what, what do they call that, the god mode or whatever, yeah. where you get all the stuff. You can kind of do the same with this game, too. Exactly. At, at any moment, you just put in these these button combinations. And the, the codes are really easy, too. Like, yeah. even the codes don't knock the levels. Yeah, fairly easy. Yeah. So. so, I mean, uh, two-player, there's uh, what they call uh, challenge mode, yeah. which is just you against another person, no AI. 
it's a little bit boring. It's a little bit aged. Yeah, because it's just two it's cars just, running around. It's just you and your friend. It worked for us just to see all the levels. Exactly. Like it really helped us explore that way. But other than that, it's it's kind of boring. But thankfully, with two players, you can play the tournament mode. Yes, where it really picks up. Where you just go through levels and try to beat all the enemy cars, and you're working as a team. Yeah, so definitely it, it, my favorite way to play two yeah, player. Same way here. Same way. <laughs> same way. Same here. way here. Also, uh, you share lives in it too. Just yeah. remember that. That's another pro tip. Yep. We're pro-tipping the tar out of this game. Single player, you can just pick any level and face against enemies, or you can play the tournament mode, which, if you make it all the way through, does end with your little story. Yeah. Speaking of, I forgot how cheesy those stories oh, yeah. were. They're yeah. like 15 seconds long, and they're very cheesy. You can actually find all the endings on YouTube. Yep. They're all compiled on one nice little video for you. Yep. So, that's pretty much it with the gameplay. I think so. I think we're ready for our final scores. We are. I don't mind going first. Go for it. Because I just feel like being brave today. <laughs> so this yep. game, rated T for Teen for Animated Blood and Animated Violence. I will say, just real quick on that, by today's standards, it's very tame. Yeah. Nothing we said should scare you too much, but it's not exactly a positive game either. So right, yeah. if you try to give your kids positive games, this is not one of them. No, definitely not. Um. So going into it, I thought, I have really good memories of this game, first of all. And I thought, I think this one may surprise us how much it does not hold up well. I'll say I was, for the most part, pleasantly surprised. It held up better than I expected. The two-player mode where you just pick any level and face each other kind of is boring to me today. That's kind of a throwaway. The graphics are super blocky. Um, I, I think... I think they're serviceable at best. They're never exactly impressive by today's standards. But the game is still pretty fun. I've got to be honest. I mean, for me, the value of this would be honestly playing two-player because I don't I don't think there's enough going on for to hold my interest as a single-player game. But if Johnny wanted to... <sighs> time is always a thing. Well, there's so many games you can play. But if we had a limited time, I would gladly play through with Johnny. Uh, make it to the end. And I would probably even play through with a couple of my favorite characters on single player. Um, But it is a pretty simplistic game by today's standards too. I don't know though. It's still pretty fun. I'm, I said I wanted to go first and now I'm struggling with my score. <laughs> okay, so if, uh, if we're going just on music and gameplay. I'm sorry, music and graphics. This game is a 4 out of 10. Because I think it's actually a little below average by today's standards. I mean, yes, it's a PlayStation 1 game, but sorry, the 2D graphics just hold up better than 3D. And it's it's a, it's a little notch below average graphically and musically. But the gameplay is still fun. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. i got to be honest. I was thinking about going 7. But there's just a lot of games in that 7 range I would play over this one. So I'm giving 6 out of half out of 10. I am surprised it still holds up well enough. But I'm going to be honest. We got a party going on. Which, we don't have parties. But if we had parties, <laughs> you know, we got the, the thumpity thump thump music. Yeah. And the pinata and whatever else kids bring to parties these days. I would probably pull out Mario Tennis and Mario Party and... and uh, Help me out here. Vigilante 8. Vigilante 8, maybe, even, for Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah. Because they have Dreamcast version of that. This probably isn't going to be one of the games I pull out first. But it's still pretty cool. 
and it's still fun, and I'm glad that we played it. Right, and I even told you that I'm kind of shocked there has not been a re-release of these games, uh, and especially now since we're releasing yeah. everything underneath the sun. Uh, I'm going to I'm about to blow your mind. Your mind's about to be blown with my review here. Okay. I'm going to agree with everything you just said, except for one little note I'm going to add to this. I understand what you're saying about the single player. But for me, and this is because I grew up with a sister who did not care to play games, video games. So I was always playing video games by myself unless my parents were going to play. Uh, I would play through games like Street Fighter and would love those games because I would want to see each character's little story. Yeah. So I'd want to beat it with each character and find the story. And I, to this day, love that. I've been playing Injustice 2 uh, lately, mm-hmm. and you can do that with all those characters. Flip and love it. Great game, by the way. But anyway, so this really uh, brought me back to that. And I remember when I had this game as a kid, I played through this game single player all the time. Yeah. Just to get to these little stories, which are really cheesy and, and dumb. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they were there was really cool to me. It's a carrot. Yeah. To dangle. Yeah, that's right. And it worked for me. Yeah. I'm a simple man. Uh, just needs carrots dangled in front of me. So I really enjoyed that part of it. Mm-hmm. So I think there's this game even has something to offer for a single player as yeah. well. Now, with that being said, everything you said is very true. It's crude by the day standards. Fair or not fair. That's just, that's just the truth. Uh, musically, I'm going to give it a thumbs down, 100%. Didn't care for the music whatsoever. Uh, sound, the sound in it was great. I love the sound, so that probably evens it out a little bit. Uh, graphically is below average. Gameplay, though, is where this game really will shine. You'll mm-hmm. either love or hate it based completely on the gameplay. It's still fun. I still had a good time. I would come back to this and play it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I had a six and a half in my head as well. Going six and a half. Huh, see, I wondered if I was being way harsh, but that's just... Because I, I really loved this game it, back in the day. It did make me want to play Twisted Metal Black, because that's the one I had yeah. the least experience with. And I was just curious about how... If it was better than this or not. Not only that, it makes me want to go back and play Vigilante 8. I would like oh, to play yeah. Rogue Trip for the for the show, because I don't think you've had much experience with that. And I have it, and it's, hardly any. And it's kind of a funny little game. Yeah, so we, we so, do want to do more games like this. Vigilante 8 will be one I'm going to keep begging for till we yeah. do it. And I would definitely do Road Trip. So, so, but this is still uh, retro blist approved, Trevor. It's still approved. And what does this game go for? Well, we actually bought this for the show with our, some patron funds. Yeah, so we know since and uh, uh, <laughs> I got it with the box and manual. It was listed as like new, but it most certainly was not. Right. It was very scratched up. Some of the music. Speaking of music, some of the music was skipping around. Yes. Yeah. But we still got to hear all the music. Um, I think it goes for about fifteen to sixteen bucks. For a decent looking copy. Yeah, it's not bad. We got a pretty good price. It's not bad. I think it's worth it. I don't regret us getting this at all. Same. Um, My score might seem a little harsh, but it's just, it has aged quite a bit. Yeah. But it's still fun. It's still solid. And it's still brought back memories. Yeah. Crude, grainy PlayStation 1 memories, but memories nonetheless. That's right. That's right. So, Johnny. um, I think it's time for Uh, fan feedback. Feedback. I'm glad you remember because I always you want always, to do commercial instead. Yeah, you always try to forget. Yep. Trevor, if you go to Facebook and go to Retro Bliss, you can join the growing community there. You should do that. Yeah, I, already, I, I did. I already, no, I already did okay. it. 
So here's what some of our peeps said about Twisted Metal 2. Daniel Chavez said, Oh man, love this game. I used to spend hours with my brothers just trying to constantly destroy each other. Nothing says sibling love like a bunch of rockets fired at you. Curious to know how it holds up and what the official voices of all retro gaming have to say about it. We'll have to ask those people. Yep. Uh, Aaron Hickman, he's one of the official voices, I'd say. We'll ask him. Uh, Twisted Metal 2 is my favorite of the bunch. Maybe it's nostalgia, but multiplayer was amazing. I actually like the story, and the music was awesome. Gameplay was super tight, too. My favorite character was probably Warthog. Timmy Mac says, Great arcade-style fun. Crazy over-the-top characters and levels. Great couch co-op with buds. I miss those days. I did, too. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Timmy Mac approved, but is it RetroBlist approved? Spoiler alert, yes. Uh, Evan Nixon said, I could easily talk about this game for hours. I'm trying real hard not to get carried away. It's in my top five games of all time. I'll just leave it at that. And what's even more funny is he included a picture uh, in one of the magazines back in the day where they'd always have like uh, advertisements for upcoming games, mm -hmm. and this was one of them. Uh, and the, it's really fun. You can actually go on our Facebook page and look at that picture. And, I, and I totally see this being in somebody's top five because yeah. I have really strong memories of this game. Same here. In a way, I hate going back and reviewing these games and trying to take off our nostalgia glasses, but it's still interesting to find out how well they hold up. So, Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> all right. I'm going to read this, how it was written. I'm going to assume his phone did it autocorrect. Oh, boy. But I'm going to read it because it's not a bad word. Okay. All right. Keith Jones... <laughs> said, my cousin and I would play Twisted Nipple 2 like every time I went to his house. I never got to have a turn because I grew bigger than him and he didn't want to play anymore. I don't know. I read that and I don't know if that was intentional or not. I could totally see it either way. Yeah. Because the fact that he grew bigger and he didn't want to play anymore yeah. makes sense too. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm, Twisted Nipple 2 sounds painful though. It really does. I don't want any part of it. Nope. Uh, Rich VD said, hey bud. Uh, just letting you know, I love these games. Spent more time with the first one than any of the others, though. We'll never forget that first PS demo stand I saw with the first TM demo on it. I remember that, too. Like, yeah. They would have those demos. The first was Metal had that big, tall black box, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those horribly blocky cars were the most amazing graphics ever. Real <laughs> quick side note. Uh, we forgot to mention this during the gameplay. There's times in this game, for the time that this game came out, where you can actually go into water at times and also get knocked off of tall buildings and fall to your death, which at the time was pretty incredible to us. Yeah, I remember loving those yeah. little special effects. Yeah. Uh, still countless hours were spent on the sequel in junior high with friends trying to kill each other. I love that you could unlock the rooftop battle arena and always rolled with Mr. Grimm. I really would like to see this series make a comeback, especially with online play. I could agree with that. Yeah. It, I, it could use an update, and it'd be good. And online, really, with today's, yeah. that'd be a lot of fun. Can't wait to see how it holds up today. And just to add, my fiance's been holding out and just dug out her old PlayStation. My local game shop didn't have Twisted Metal 2 today, though. Luckily, for some odd reason, I still have my Resident Evil 2 copy in Guide Still. So I'm going to play through that until I can find Twisted Metal. So that's always fun when you uh, dig out an old system and mm -hmm. kind of have fun with it. We Trevor, had a lot of feedback on this one. We did. Trevor... I don't want to deal with Facebook. I don't blame you. I really don't. There's just so much blah, blah, blah on there. However, I'm okay dealing with Instagram. Is there a way I can, I don't know, follow RetroBlist on there? Yeah, by following RetroBlist on Instagram. Oh, that's a good idea. Seriously, though, join one of our communities or both. Seriously, though. Because we have fun. Seriously, though. Well, I mean, 
Come on. We don't have near as much uh, feedback this time on Instagram, but I'll read them. MJ's Game Room said he's never played this one, but he has played the first one, and it was awesome. I can just imagine this one being better than the first one. Ardor Dice said, awesome. My cousin and I played the junk out of this one. Was definitely a breath of fresh air at that time. There also didn't seem to be a lot available for the PlayStation either. It was slim pickings for a while, and, and this game was a bright light. Um, so, Sean CV 79 I have to edit his comment. He said, blow crap up. <laughs> uh, what we're playing said, how do I listen? And so I told them how to listen, and I hope they're listening now. Yeah. I okay. thought he was about to tell people how to listen, though they're listening. Nope. Oh, okay. So I hope you figured out how to listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, we hope you did. iTunes, Stitcher, yeah. BICBP-radio.com. Wherever, whatever apps you use for uh, podcasts, it yep. should be on there. Trevor, I think it's time for us to shut up for a few seconds. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. So let's go ahead and roll that commercial. What do you say? Sounds awesome. Style. Sophistication. The ability to launch napalm into oncoming traffic. If these are the things you look for in an automobile, it's time you test drive Twisted Metal 2. Fully automated weaponry, dual rocket launchers, and the new APS flamethrowing system. All standard. Drive the 1997 Twisted Metal 2 on PlayStation from Sony. And let style be your weapon. We did it. We rolled that commercial. We totes did it. Trevor, I think it's time for... Everybody's favorite, yeah, uh, thing. Do you think it's the favorite? I don't know. But what am I trying to say? Let's get into the Bliss Quiz. first on the Bliss Quiz, and if you're playing at home, try to beat our scores. Well, Trevor, you don't tell me what to do, but I'll go first anyway. Okay. Uh, so, Trevor, I played the eBay game. All three of mine are eBay-related, but they're all related to Twisted Metal in some way. Okay. All right. I'll tell you what you got to get close to to give you a little bit of a clue to prices on these. All these are buy-it-now prices. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read you the first one here. It is Twisted Metal 2 comic. It's a comic book. Oh. Okay. PlayStation, highest CGC, 9.6. Now, what that means is they took it to CGC CGC, and they're a comic book grader. Mm -hmm. No grade will shape the the books in, and they'll actually put it in a little nice little envelope and put the number Ah. on there. Higher the number, the better, and it makes it worth more. Okay. So, 9.6 is really good. It means it's in fairly great shape. Uh, Only 100 of these were produced. Uh, it's like the it's like the origin of the game, sort of. Okay, it's based on only a hundred. Wow. Yeah, shipping is free. Okay, uh, Trevor, if you get within, if you do percentage, I'll help you out. If you get within a hundred dollars, I'll give this to oh, you. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a huge clue. <laughs> yep. I mean, I knew it was way over hundred dollars, but good grief. Yeah, it's a nine point six. That's really good in comic book world. I mean, it is Twisted Metal 2, though. It's not like this was made by Stan Lee. <laughs> right. But still, I'm going to go $1,900. Trevor, for once, humanity has come through for you. It was not $1,900. Oh. That's too high. Well, it was actually $13,599. $13,000? Uh-huh. 
I said 1900. Oh, well, then <laughs> So humanity I, I, has failed me again. Yeah, I'll try to make you feel better. Well, <laughs> here, this will make you feel better. Okay, do it. Johnny? Yeah. What was the European title for Twisted Metal 2? All right, here we go. Was it Twisted Metal World Tour? Twisted Metal EX? Twisted Metal Combat Cars? I'm going to go with World Tour. That is correct. That's what makes the most sense. And it's funny, if you look at the case... In the North American version, it just says Twisted Metal 2, but on the title screen, it says World World Tour at the bottom. Yeah. Twisted Metal EX was the Japanese name. All right, Trevor. You're number two. This is also on eBay. This is the buy it now price or best offer, I will okay. say. Okay. Uh, this is for local pickup only. You have to go to the place and get it, and it's in California, so you can't buy it. I'm sorry, no, but good, you can good. go out there. It's a huge car, wrecked body, vintage it's a studio prop car, super rare. It's all metal. It's wrecked. They used it in a the movie. They never specified what movie this game, this car was used in. What? It's only waste thirty movie? pounds. It's technically a prop. I'm going to show we it used to you. The cars in our movies. I'm going, to, I'm going to show it to you. That's what it looks like. Wow, it's a piece of garbage. Yeah, it only weighs thirty pounds. It's a prop. Like oh, I said. Oh, okay, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So, Trevor, if you get within fifty bucks, I'll give this to you. I feel like that should be a lot more in the comic book. Well, I'm giving you another clue there. I mean, it looks cool, and I assume it's the size of a real car. It looks legit, but it's only weighs 30 pounds. Huh. Wait a minute. Is it the size of a real car, or is it just like a model? I'm assuming it's the size of a real car. They okay. didn't actually specify. Oh, I'm going to go $7,000. Incorrect. It is $675. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's crazy. Yeah, they never told That's a weird looking much. thing. Yeah, it would probably help if they told you what the movie was that it was in, but they never did. Wow, I my questions are really hard this week. I mean, your questions for me. <laughs> Johnny? Yeah? This is a very personal question for us. Oh, okay. I'm going to get serious for a moment. Now let's get real. According to Business Insider, what is America's most loved flavor of ice cream? Oh, it better be butter pecan. Of course, ice cream, you know, sweet tooth. You can't help but think about that. Yeah, I got you. So this isn't the most best-selling. This is the most loved. I don't know how they determine that. So, Johnny, I'm you not going to... think g- they'd be the same. Wouldn't exactly. You? All right, go ahead. So, I'm not going to give you multiple choices, but I am going to let you take two guesses at it to okay. get it right. The most loved flavor of ice cream. I'll give you a hint, because I think this is a tough question. I disagree. So, that should help you out. I feel like it's just easy to say chocolate, because that's what everybody always goes for. Uh, but I'm going to change it to... I don't like it either. That Moose Tracks? I'm going to Moose Tracks, number one. That is not correct. You have two guesses, one left. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm just going to go with chocolate because I don't agree with that either. No, you're dancing all around it. It's mint chocolate chip. That sounds even worse. Which is one of my least favorite. <laughs> mint anything yeah. dessert. It's just, ugh. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree so, yeah. with you in there. All right, Trevor. Yes. If you get within 100 bucks on this one, uh, power to you. <laughs> no, good. This is by far my favorite one. Uh, I'll show you a picture of it here in a second. It's a rare, I cannot stress this enough how okay. rare this is. That's important to this. It's a rare gummy bear slash worm hybrid candy treat. What? <laughs> this isn't anything to do with twisted metal besides the sweet, sweet tooth. tooth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did say ice cream. I guess yeah. it's just a bad. I want to show you what it looks like. Whoa. Oh, it's a factory defect. Yeah. Bear turned into a worm. Yeah. It's disturbing. <laughs> it oh, my goodness. It looks horrific. So, already the person selling this is insane. Oh, yeah. So, well, I'll be honest. They also are kind of having... I don't, I don't understand. I don't know where they stand on this. Uh, I can't I can't find where, because I couldn't take the whole picture, 
like what all their whole uh just what the hell yeah. they described this but they did say they kept saying how rare this is and that they found it in one pack like they couldn't stress enough how they found this in one pack uh even though you know these things were not supposed to be together so like they bought a pack of the gummy bears but when the gummy bears had this worm with what it. in the world are you going to do with it if you buy it yeah Put it in a vacuum container so it never degrades. I guess so. Well, people are weird. Whichever shipping is two dollars and sixty six cents. But other than that, what is the buy now price for this amazing rare uh, gummy bear slash worm well, hybrid? I thought long and hard about this. Uh huh. And I'm going to go with one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> because why not? <laughs> no, you're wrong. Oh, okay. I'm going to show you the price, and you tell me if you pay this for it. Okay. Ten thousand dollars, your best offer. Yeah. Maybe on a good day. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. It really is quite disturbing. If you, like, I'm going to blow it up for you. Look at that. <laughs> it's like, it looks like a worm trying to eat a gummy bear. But I'll be honest, what probably happened is they just took their gummy snacks with them in their Ziploc bag. And they just mailed it And they mailed it in the card yeah. like that. But they don't want to admit that. They're not going to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Johnny, your final question All right. happens to be my favorite. One of these statements is true. Okay. Which one is it? All right, got you. Was Sony sued by an ice cream company because Sweet Tooth was too similar to their mascot? Was the, I hope not. <laughs> was the PC version widely considered an upgrade from the PlayStation version? Or were the graphics praised by critics on its release? I went to the last one. No. Every review I found said the graphics were muddy and not very impressive, but oh. the gameplay made up for it. Which is weird because I always thought this game was considered a graphical showcase for its time. Yeah, I thought so too. But critics were not that impressed with the graphics. Huh. So However, and the PC version apparently was really bad. Oh, okay. So it was Sony a... was sued by an ice cream company. I think Sweet Tooth was the name of the company. Okay. Or something like that. But anyways, no, it wasn't Sweet Tooth. It was some phrase that's used in this game. But also, they say their clown mascot is similar to, to uh, Sweet Tooth. So they Why would them. you want that? Because the clown on this one is creepy as all get out. Yes. it's. Uh, I should have saved it for you. It's a, it's a creepy looking clown. Yeah. But it's just a children's ice cream company. But, but like, there's so many stereotypical creepy clowns. It, I don't know. The case was thrown out. They said that yeah. it was too generic of a character to say that. Yeah, I would think so. But yeah. So yeah. Did either one of us... No, you got one right. I know I didn't. So you won one to nothing. Good job. Go. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. All right, Trevor. So we've done that. Uh, we've got rid of that. It's time for, of course, the end of the show. And before we end the show, though, uh, you're going to read uh, some shout-outs. Am I correct? You are. I wish you'd remind me of this, because my brain is the brain of a goldfish. <laughs> Stop the video! Stop the video! Professional podcast. That was a video <laughs> I was watching earlier. Not even related to the show. Look, I'm glad look, it was anything bad. <laughs> it looked very boring, to be honest with you. It was a rules explanation for a board game. Oh, okay, yeah. That was right. <laughs> So, Johnny, yes. uh, we should have some windy banner right now while I pull up our patrons. Hey, just tell them how they can find us and donate to us because we're great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are great. You know what? We are. Yeah. Go to patreon.com slash RetroBliss. You'll find us there. Join the growing community there as Trevor is disappointed by his phone. So, literally, the last three times I've tried to log in from the phone I've always used to our Patreon page, it asks me to verify, and it sends me a stupid email, and I have to verify the device. Somebody's trying to take our Patreon money. It makes me wonder, because every time I try yeah. to log in, it does this now. Because I never log in, I don't have the info. Yep. 
Anyways. You could be using our money for a who for who knows what. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I'm buying all kinds of stuff with it. I bet so. But hey, you can head to Patreon.com. For as little as a dollar a month, you get all our bonus audio episodes. That's right. Um, and I think pretty soon, I don't want to put words in Johnny's mouth, but I think he's okay with us doing a little... <laughs> I think he just stopped to sit us there. I think he's, I think he's okay. okay. <laughs> it's just doing an episode on Octopath Traveler. I'm totally okay with it. So... Uh, Look for that soon. Our patrons, who are awesome, this is ridiculous. Patreon hates me all of a sudden. It's going crazy. We might have to just do it next time, because I think your phone's acting oh, up. Oh, there it is. All right, here we go. Keith Jones. Thank you, Keith. Bad Bradley Boson. Thank you, bad Bradley Boson. <laughs> Daniel Chavez. Thank you, duty uh, Daniel Michael Chavez. Thompson. Thank you, Mr. Michael Thompson. Timothy McGowan. Thank you, terrific Timothy McGowan. Caleb Dixon. Thank you, cool Caleb Dixon. Andrew Coed. Thank you, awesome Andrew Coed. Peter Panda. Thank you. Uh, man, what's a great word that starts with a P? Uh, positively. Positively. Plausible. Plausible Peter Panda. Anthony Mullen. Uh, amazing Anthony Mullen. Jason Bennett. Uh, jumping Jason Bennett. <laughs> Christopher M. Skulls. Uh, cool Riffic. I'm running out. Jason Wilson. Did you say Jason Wilson? Jason Wilson. Yes. Let's put ages in their names where they don't belong. Okay. Jason Wilson. Keith Farnham. Keith Farnham. Dig Dougie. Dig Dougie. Sean Fritz. Sean. Well, his kind of adds it. Yeah. Anyway, Sean Fritz. You guys are awesome. Yeah, thanks a lot, peeps. And uh, I think we've milked this cow for all it's worth. I think so. I think you're totally right. This uh, Twisted Metal's been straightened out, I believe. Next time, tune in for another fun gang. We still have uh, Smash Brothers coming up this month, because that was a Patreon pick for July. Oh, man. I think we should go ahead and tell them how we're going to do it. Oh, yeah. It's only fair. I already told the ones who uh, voted for it. Are they cool with that? Yeah. Okay. So we're just going to go ahead and tell you. The game that actually won the Patreon pick this month was... Super Smash Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 64, which is the one version you don't have. Don't have it. It costs about forty to fifty bucks. Yeah. Sorry, but I'm just we're just not going to do that. Not going to buy. It. We've definitely both played this the N64 version. Yes, definitely. However, uh, we both actually do own the Wii U version. Yep. I somehow have two copies, which is very weird. <laughs> yes. So we're going to play that. And it's not going to be, I don't think I want to do a normal review because it's too modern of a game. It's not fair. Right, yeah. But we're going to give our thoughts on Smash Brothers as a whole. Just It's just going to be like a Smash a Brothers episode. It's just going to be a Smash Brothers episode. Yes. It's a love affair to Smash Brothers. Yeah. A love affair to Smash Something like that. Yeah. I like that. A love affair with Smash Brothers. Don't tell our significant others. Yes. <laughs> I'm hungry. I am too. We should shut up now. And uh, I'm really in love with Smash Brothers. That's all I can think about now. I'm going to go eat some chips. Oh, me too.